You may have heard of the secret and the law of attraction, but have you heard of the other universal laws? In today's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, we're bringing on guest Roxanne Chaput to discuss the universal laws in general, a little bit more about her take on the law of attraction, and we'll also delve a little bit into the internet discourse around law of attraction and manifestation. So it's time to get your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this episode of Spiritual AF Sundays. Law of Attraction Demystified with guest Roxanne Chaput. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. Welcome back, listeners. Today we have Roxanne Chaput with us to talk about the universal laws. Roxanne, we're really glad to have you here today. I am so honored to be here. I can't wait to get into this conversation. So Awesome. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Absolutely. So I am a conscious luminary, celestial guide, celestial shaman, and generational earth shaman. So really my purpose here is just to help beautiful souls illuminate their souls luxurious by really alchemizing their internal medicines, their energy, every experience that they have had throughout their lifetime and making it something magical and beautiful. All right. Glad to hear that. That sounds amazing. It's a lot of big words as well. So I know we were going to jump into the universal laws. Let's just go on a quick tangent here. What do you mean by alchemize? Yeah. So when we alchemize, when we take yeah. experiences that we've had and we take some of the wounds that have happened throughout our lifetime and we take our own internal medicines, our own innate gifts and abilities, what we call our sacred purpose, and we combine these things, we make something beautiful. So it's about creating this beautiful mixture of everything that we've attained, the wisdom, the experiences, and knowing how to bring that into the world. And it doesn't mean that we have to go on this worldwide spectrum, but it means that we can apply it to our life and we can start serving in that capacity when we know what we are here and intended to do. Got it. Thanks for sharing that. And I know some of my listeners might not know what we mean by alchemize. So good to give them a little bit more background info on that. So we met before online previously. We talked about the universal laws. So tell me, what are these universal laws? Is it like gravity or something else? Yeah, so it's like the laws of gravity, just like the laws of gravity are scientific. The same thing happens with the laws of the universe. So we call these the laws of nature. So they're the 12 natural laws that we go by. And the reason why these laws were created, it's not to have a sort of construct, but it's for us to live in the highest element of ourselves. So really being in alignment with our highest self. So when we think about the universal laws and we think about the law of attraction, which has been publicized everywhere, we see it you know, in the form of the secret. 
It's not just about the law of attraction. There's so many other guiding principles and laws that fall into the law of attraction to actually manifest everything that you desire for your life. And once you learn to master these 12 laws, it is really easy to start bringing the things that you truly desire in your life. It's like you become this incredible magnet that just allows everything to flow to you. Now, you mentioned that these laws were created. When did we either create them or discover them? Yeah, I think that they have been discovered for hundreds of thousands of years from the research that I have done. These have been laws that really have been instilled in the spiritual side of humanity, right? Science is newer. Spirituality has been here for <laughs> since the beginning of time. When we think about spirituality, this is not religious-based. This is about connecting to your own individual spirit, your own soul essence, which is scientifically proven and is mentioned in every religion possible that we do have a soul form. We are made of energy, we are electromagnetic beings, and everything around us is energy. We are all interconnected in this beautiful energy grid. So when we understand that and we use the laws of nature, right, we can get into the laws a little bit more into this conversation. When we utilize these laws, it allows us to be in our highest state of being. It allows us to optimize and to be in this optimal state of being. So that is the purpose of the laws. When we think about tribal communities, these were things that they lived by. Got it. So with that, you mentioned the law of attraction. What are the other universal laws? Yeah, so there is the law of divine oneness, and I think that really speaks for itself. So. It's realizing that we are all one. And when we say that we are all one, doesn't mean that we are all the same individual and that we are all created with the same sacred purpose. But what it means is that what happens to the collective happens to us all, right? And we see this throughout the shift. Everything impacts us because we're not just connected to other human beings. We are connected to the animal kingdoms. We are connected to the winged ones, the insects, to the mother earth. We're connected to the elements of water, wind, we are connected to everything and everything outside of us that we can't physically see. So the physical and the quantum, you know, side of things. And the quantum is like this holographic field that's all around us, just like we don't see radiation and radio waves and frequency coming to us. We know that it's there, right? Because it has been scientifically proven. So when we think about the interconnectedness of who we are, this comes into the law of divine oneness and it's to be able to move in a sense of oneness and to understand that everyone is a divine being and divine creature. We are all made of love and light. We all have a soul essence. We are all here to serve a sacred purpose. So that is the law of divine oneness. How do you understand the law of attraction. I mean, we have the secret that's out there. We have a lot of people who've come up with their own interpretation, either based on the source material from the secret or their own interpretation of the secret itself. How would you explain the law of attraction to someone? Yeah, absolutely. So what I would say to someone is that it's not really the law of attraction. So in a sense, it is. It's really what I believe is the law of manifestation. So when we think about the law of manifestation, the biggest component of the law of attraction, law of manifestation, whatever is in most resonance with you, is about the law of vibration. So the law of vibration is the frequency and the vibration in which we emit. So our thoughts, our emotions, our actions all carry energy forms. So as we are conducting ourselves and as we are on this soul and self-mastery journey, we're trying to understand ourselves, 
If we have imprints within our energy field and complexes and disruptions that are happening in our energy field, this shows up in what we're trying to manifest. If I'm trying to say that I want to manifest a million dollars, yet everything in my energy imprint and the, like there's misplaced energy and there's disruptions happening, there's wounding happening, belief systems happening, I will never actually be able to attract that million dollars because I'm already creating resistance within the intellectual body saying that I'm not worthy of that and there's no way that that's going to come to me and all these other things that we create within our ego state of our brain, right? In that fear concept of our brain. So the law of vibration to me is the most important thing. So this is why it's so important to do this work is that we up level our vibration and our frequency. And if we think about it from this way, if you were on an EM radio station and you're looking for a radio station on the FM frequency, you're never going to come into that alignment, right? So it's about getting into that same frequency so that you can actually attract and manifest the exact thing that you're desiring for your life. Got it. I know that the law of attraction comes up when people discuss the universal laws because it's the most known. It tends to be the most controversial. Some people will go as far as to say, well, if people believe that the law of attraction exists, they believe that bad people or, or good people, I should say, are the cause of the bad things that happen in their life. There's some catastrophic events. It's like, well, these people brought it upon themselves. If you believe the law of attraction, that's what they're implying that we believe. And you're shaking your head and good. What is your take on it? Yeah, absolutely. So for everyone that contradicts the laws of the universe really doesn't fully understand the full scope of it. So when we understand our soul and self mastery journey, we understand that there's polarity, the law of polarity, the law of duality that happens within this dynamic. And what I'm going to say is a little bit out there, a little bit for some of the listeners potentially, but obviously I work in the spiritual realms, I'm a shaman. So for us, it's not just what happened in this lifetime. The law of cause and effect of karmic relationship, karmic attachments, karmic releases, and like those soul contracts aren't just created in this lifetime. So when we think about that, we're like, oh, well, why did this happen to this person? Because there are soul contracts that they came here onto this earth plane in order for them to learn. They needed to have certain experiences and to be triggered and to be activated in order to actually fulfill that. And some people's destiny is, it's predestined, right? 80% of our life is predestined, 20% is free will, is what we believe in the shamanic realm. So when we understand that, if a young soul comes to the earth plane and leaves early, that is what they intended to. They came here to maybe experience pure love and divinity, right? We don't know what their soul contract was for them to come to this earth plane. So when we have hardships happen in our life, and sometimes it could be curses that are set into the family lineages and the ancestral lineages sometimes it's things that are carried from a previous lifetime and brought into our soul memory which is our third part of our dna within our helix system so when we understand that we have this incredible soul memory that we have within our being it really explains a lot what happens into this lifetime and when we get stuck into the story of victimization and we don't understand that every trial and tribulation brings us great wisdom and really helps shape us, right? Because you need the dark energy to shape the light, just like you need the light energy to have the dark. There needs to be that polarity. When you think about yin and yang, there's the black energy, the masculine energy, the white energy, or the feminine energy. You need both of these energies for it to be 
in its most beautiful state of bliss. There has to be a harmony, right? There has to be a flow. So when we go into this state of victimizing ourselves over our trials and tribulations that we go through in our life, that happens to be in our belief system. We carry that in our emotional body, then we carry that into our physical body. And then we get symptoms like anxiety, depression, autoimmune diseases, cancers, addictions. All these things start transpiring because there's an imprint happening in our energy field. So when we understand that trials and tribulations are necessary, no one's life is just automatic bliss when they come onto this earth plane. That's not part of the human experience. We can't be in a constant state of bliss. We have to be able to experience all of our 27 emotions because we are human beings. We are here to go through the trials and errors so that we fulfill these soul contracts. From that perspective, I've been through tons of trials and tribulations where I could have been in a state of, you know, why me, poor me, but do you ask yourself that when you receive a blessing, right? And if you don't, then why are you asking that when something not so admirable in this lifetime because we've been conditioned to think that everything is good and bad, but it just is. There's no such thing as good and bad. It just is. And that's the experience that was needed in order for you to be able to create that shift, potentially to awaken you or potentially just to, for you to see something and experience something so that you can grow from it and evolve from it. As for the people asking why me when good happens, I know people who are like that, and that comes from another wound that needs to be healed to be able to accept the good as well as the challenging bits on that one. Slight tangent, but still adjacent. It's 2023. We're three years into a very hard time for a lot of people. This is probably the first time in recorded history that we have a worldwide pandemic and we have a lot of changes going on. What are your thoughts when it comes to the spiritual background behind that? Yeah, I really won't speak to the linear of the 3D of what's happening in the divisiveness of the world because that is all that it is. It's about divisiveness. And I think that we're seeing that all throughout the spectrum throughout the world and not just in a sense of a global, what people want to call a pandemic or even you know all the racism that is happening around the world. There's so much divisiveness, even in religions, right? There's so much divisiveness that has been created in the world. And the important thing to understand is that we are all one, right? We are all divine beings. We are all here intended to make our mistakes, to learn from our mistakes and to keep the momentum going. But what we don't remember, we seem to forget is that we are all community. We are all here to serve one another and to help one another and facilitate growth with one another. And as we're creating this new earth and as we're stepping into this embodiment where most, a lot of people in what we're referring to in the film that we're creating is the great awakening, right? Because there's a great awakening that is happening throughout the earth plane in this slow, very momentous move of a wave that is coming over the earth because people are realizing that there's so much more to life. This pause in life really has allowed people, even though they went through their own trials and tribulations, potentially losing jobs, losing income, losing loved ones, it has really allowed them to reflect on what is actually important in life. What are my priorities and what do I really want to be doing with my life? It allows us to see and have that inner reflection and that self-reflection and to go introspectively and to really understand why are we here? What is my purpose? 
Am I living in alignment with myself or do I feel disconnected from my emotions and my soul? This has given so many people that time to self-reflect and that's why we're seeing such a great awakening happening mm-hmm. because people are realizing that they're not using their magic within them. They're using the should of, this is what I should do, this is what I was told to do, and this is why I'm doing it, but I don't feel fulfilled. And is this all there is to life? Yeah. Exactly there. Now, you mentioned something there, a film. We're working with an incredible director. We're just starting to step into recordings for a film. We're not sure of the name yet, but it's really going to be in reference of the Great Awakening and about our cosmic intelligence and our spiritual intelligence and so much more. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience before we go? Yeah, I would really just love to say is that trust yourself and really believe in yourself and you're feeling pulled or if you're feeling gravitated towards learning something or towards a different direction or a different path in life, make sure that you follow your intuition because your intuition and your guiding voice is never wrong. So you do have incredible magic and power within you. You've just been fooled to think that you don't. It's all an illusion and you have so much beauty to offer the world in whatever form, in whatever way that you're looking to. Thanks for that wisdom there. Roxanne, if anyone wants to find you online, where should they look? Yeah, absolutely. They can connect with me on my website at roxannechefu.com and I'm on social media under that name as well. They can find me. I'm everywhere. (laughs) My social media team is pretty awesome. We're pretty much everywhere. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It has really been enjoyable. That was a fun and fascinating conversation. I hope that we get the opportunity to bring Roxanne back on when she gets closer to releasing that movie that she talked about. With that, I'd like for us to transition to what is coming up episode-wise with Spiritual AF Sundays. A week from now, on April 2nd, we are bringing on Guy Morris to talk about end times theory. So Guy has some interesting ideas that he's come up with, and he's written them into a couple of fictional books that are now out in the market. I wanted to learn more, which is why I am bringing him onto the show. In addition to that, a week following, which is April 9th, I am bringing on Emma Hull to talk about the importance of gratitude within one's spiritual practice and how to incorporate that into what you do on the day by day. We're going to wrap up today's episode. Hope everything is going well. Feedback, you know how to get a hold of me just at themysticgeek.com or going to speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek if you want to leave something by voice. And with that, I hope you have a spiritual AF week. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by The Mystic Geek. That's me. Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. Help others start off their week 
with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing.